But when you step on the mats, you are engaging with someone on a whole different level that you probably never thought of. And you're learning so much about each other within those five minute rounds, within that hour, hour and a half class that builds a, a, a relationship and a sense of camaraderie that is so much harder to get anywhere else in my eyes. Also, we kind of like drink each other's sweats. So think about that too. It's kind of gross, but it's whatever. <laughs> Welcome everyone to another episode of Elbows Tight Podcast. It's your host, Travis. Today, I have a very special topic that I'm super excited to talk to you guys about. And I feel like it is something that doesn't get nearly discussed enough, or I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast. And today's topic is things that you're probably doing right in your jujitsu journey. That's right. You heard me. I mentioned in the last episode, we often focus so much on things that we're doing wrong in jiu-jitsu or things that we're doing wrong in life. And I thought it'd be a great opportunity to highlight some things that you're probably doing right in your journey, and you probably don't even realize that they are right. So let's go ahead and jump straight into the list. Number one thing that you guys are probably doing right at the beginning of your journey or just anywhere in your journey, really, is having enthusiasm and an open-mindedness to learn. In jiu-jitsu, we can often feel like when we start learning something or we revisit um, things in our journey, like an arm bar, there's that meme out there that someone just posted in our group chat that was blue belts, it was be at because jiu-jitsu or because jitsu, it was, uh, <laughs> it was making fun of blue belts sitting in an arm bar class when they already know everything there is about arm bars. And it's funny because it's kind of true. I've done it before too. But having that enthusiasm and open-mindedness at the beginning of your journey is so crucial because it makes you want to learn, right? It everything is so new, everything is so exciting. You want to you want to feel the the excitement of every class. You want to you want to put more information into your brain, and I think it is an incredible thing at the beginning of your journey to be proud of because blue belt blues happens People even have it happen in their white belt days. So you don't want to lose that fire inside you of wanting to learn and be there. And then also being able to be open-minded to listening to others, right? Because at the beginning of your journey, you realize how little you, you don't know. You know, you don't know what you don't know is what we often say in jujitsu. And when you are willing to listen to those around you, even if it's another white belt, within reason, right? I don't want you, I don't think you guys uh, want to listen to the day one white belt trying to give you advice on how to do an arm bar, right? But a guy that's been doing it for six months is valuable information. There's, they have a lot more experience than you. And so having that open-mindedness to, to listen to others and to explore and challenge yourself and be excited about it is just is just incredible and i don't think like i mentioned i don't think it we talk about it enough to where that should be praised right you it's it's something good that you're doing and you might not realize it like this whole point of this episode and i talk about it too having the enthusiasm to want to learn outside of jujitsu class. And I never want to make it sound like I'm trying to steer someone away from having that enthusiasm to learn, but I want you to apply that enthusiasm in a practical way to where you aren't 
filling your brain that is a active sponge with things that you don't need right now. So that's where I get I get a little hesitant on people being enthusiastic about learning. When I was a white belt, I would watch a lot of jujitsu content online. I'm sure you guys have heard me tell me these stories before. And I was so excited to learn every little bit of jujitsu I could, whether it was technique or whether it was a mindset or whether it was just enjoying watching other people do jujitsu. And John and I talk about this um, quite a bit too, where at some point it kind of becomes detrimental, the enthusiasm, because you don't want to, and as we talk, I talk about this with Jake also uh, in his episode, you don't want to be so enthusiastic. You're just, you're just arbitrarily watching things and you're just arbitrarily uh, consuming content that isn't purpose-driven. So take that enthusiasm, apply it to what kind of is going on in your class or where you feel like your weaknesses are or where your instructor says you should probably work on it. And this goes for, for any level. I mean, granted, once again, I'm only a three, four stripe white belt or three stripe blue belt. I'm sorry, guys. It's been a long day. <laughs> uh, but, you know, as a, as a three-stripe blue belt, I've come to realize that extra jujitsu content, unless it's not purpose-driven, is just taking up effort and space that I don't need to. And it's something you should really focus on and apply that enthusiasm because it is a good thing. Having, having enthusiasm and open-mindedness to learn is an, it's something you are doing incredibly well at the beginning of your journey, and it should be praised. So keep that up. Another thing that you are probably doing very well is you're probably trying to be as consistent as possible and focus on the fundamentals. We always talk about consistency, 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 right? How often does it get preached? If you want to get better at jujitsu, you got to show up. The more you show up, the better you are going to get. Jiu-jitsu is a skill, right? And the better you can, the more you can practice that skill, the better you're going to get at it. Little little story that happened to me the other night. Uh, I'm very open about like how my schedule in my life, you know, dictates how little or as much as I can train like most other people. The other night I was rolling with my professor, Professor Sean. And after the roll, first of all, he got me with a steam lock. I've never been a steam lock before. And I thought I was doing good things in there, but uh, it, it, it really wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a whole lot of good. But afterwards, I asked him, hey, what can I do to give you a harder time during our rolls? And I mean, it was like without hesitation. He's like, you got to start showing up more. And I could have taken that two different ways, right? I could have taken it as uh, a good thing and a bad thing, right? But I took it as a good thing. I didn't take it as, oh man, like he's not giving me valuable information. He's just telling me what he, you know, what what he thinks or what just a, a, a generic answer. But it's true because the people that, and he even pointed at some people that are in class and he even said, you know, these guys are starting to give me a harder time because they show up more. If you start showing up more, you're going to do the same thing. So keep showing up. And when you first start, you want to be 
if you can, you want to be at every class, you want to be at the gym all the time, you want to be at open mats, that everything that fits your schedule, and you are probably a lot more consistent. Once again, another story I talk about all the time, John and I were super consistent when we were going for our blue belts. The second we got our blue belts, we, we kind of backed off, and ever since then, I've never had the same amount of drive and consistency in my schedule or my journey. And for better or for worse, right? Life happens. I got kids and stuff now, but you know, if you if you want to be good at jujitsu, you got to keep showing up. And when you first start, I'm sure you guys are, you know, talking about jujitsu all the time, or you're like you're like trying to figure out when's the next time you can go and stuff like that. And that should be praised. You should be happy about that. Another thing you're probably doing is you're probably focusing on fundamentals, right? Consisting in fundamentals. Because a lot of academies have a beginner's class. They have a beginner's course or they they have somewhere where newer people can go. Like we we recently, probably about a year ago, we added a fundamentals class. And uh, also, side note, uh, Cody, our gym owner, asked if I would start filling in for coaching in the fundamentals class. And I'm super excited about that because that's going to allow me to work on my fundamentals again. And so, you know, the, the role of the, the foundation of jujitsu, you know, your, your escapes, your movement patterns, your body awareness, your, your conditioning, all those are strong building blocks within your foundation and when, or in your fundamentals. And when I first started jujitsu, we did a lot of fundamentals, and I feel like my my trajectory really helped out quite a bit. So if you guys are at the beginning of your journey and you are constantly focusing on focusing on your fundamentals, you're gonna you're gonna progress much faster, and you should be proud of that. And the nice thing about fundamentals is a lot of the times you can do these fundamental movements at home, right? You can shrimp at home. You can uh, invert. You can you can do all these these basic things at home. You don't always have to be on on the mats at your academy to work on some of these things. Same thing with like mobility. If you're consistent with your mobility, if you're consistent with working on these fundamental movements, man, you guys are going to just absolutely crush it. Uh, and a couple of examples of like essential fundamental techniques that you guys are probably working on, you know, framing inside position. You should probably really focus on that if you haven't already. Shrimping is is another good thing. And I'm not saying like shrimping is as, you know, there's a lot of controversy about shrimping out there. And I think it is a valuable tool and you should learn how to do it because it does have a time and place for everything. So you should be working on your shrimping. You should be working on like thinking about inside position. And a lot of this can be can be visualization outside of the mats too. Uh, like I mentioned before too. So focus on these these fundamental things and you guys are you guys are most likely doing it right now and you should be proud of it. You should be proud of how consistent you are right now. Or you should try to focus on being more consistent, right? Uh, in your white belt days is is where you know you either really fall in love with jujitsu or you don't, and it's it's all up to you. So keep keep that in mind. Keep consistency and those fundamental movements in mind, and and I promise you, you guys are going to be crushing it in no time. 
And then, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be miles ahead of those that aren't doing those things. Today, we're here with a sponsor for your bundle, Bouncing of Joy. No, we're not talking about a baby. We're talking about your baby makers. That's right. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped. But just like your babies, your delicate little guys have sensitive skin and deserve products that are not only skin safe, but made with safe ingredients. That's where Manscaped's Platinum Package comes in. From razors to shower care, this package goes above and beyond the gold standard for your body hair. So treat your beautiful boys... to the world's finest toys at manscaped.com using code ETP20 for 20% off plus free shipping. Inside the Platinum Package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Ultimate Premium Body Wash, Ultimate Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner, Ultimate Premium Deodorant, Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Spray Toner, Anti-Chafing Boxer, and the Shed Travel Bag to hold all your goods while you're traveling. Like I mentioned before, the shampoo, conditioner, the body wash, and the deodorant are my three favorite things I've ever received from Manscaped. And the deodorant smells great. It's aluminum-free, clear, and it works phenomenally. My wife even mentioned, she's like, man, you don't smell for someone that is using aluminum-free deodorant. It's like, thanks, babe. That's because of Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for that. The Platinum Package 4.0 covers all bases from head to toe and hair to ball fro. Get 20% off and free shipping with code ETP20 at checkout. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com using code ETP20 at checkout because the gold standard is no longer good enough. Thank you, Manscaped. And then the next thing that you guys are probably doing right, and I'll give you a couple of examples of that, is you're, you're probably aware of your limitations and your physical conditioning. And, and this could be, this is, this is good. You know, when you first start jujitsu, how often, how often do you hear, or have you said, oh man, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want to spar. I'm not, I'm not in good enough condition. Um, you know, I don't want to get hurt. And these are all good things to have in mind when you are doing Jiu-jitsu, right? These are all important things because if you are more aware of your limitations and the cautions that you have in your life because of, you know, your job, your family, your kids, you got something to do after class if you're six AMer, you know, shout out to all the six AMers out there. I wish I could. If we had a class, I probably would take it. I'd switch my schedule for that. So you're probably very aware of your limitations and physical conditioning. When I talked to Kieran Lefebvre, one of the questions we had, or one of the you know common misconceptions that he brings up is people think that they have to be in shape for jujitsu, and it, it's just not true. You don't have to be in shape for jujitsu. You could have, you could be a marathon runner, and it doesn't mean that you're going to have a gas tank for jujitsu. Um, you could you could be a CrossFit Games athlete, and you could not have the gas tank for jujitsu. There's there's a thing called sports specific athleticism, and Jiu-jitsu has sports-specific athleticism. So be okay with that. Understand that. Understand your limitations that you don't, you don't have the body awareness for this and focus on it and, and work on it. If you work on your physical conditioning, it also does something for you. It increases your endurance and it helps with injury prevention. And so those things are incredible for for you, right? If you can last longer in a role and prevent more injuries, I'm 
dude, you're going to be able to train a lot more and you're going to be able to, like the last topic that you guys are probably doing, right? You're probably going to be more consistent. You're going to probably build your found, your fundamentals even better. So just keep that in mind. Uh, physical conditioning is super important. And when you start jujitsu, you're probably in your head. You're like, a lot of the times this is someone's first martial arts. It was my first martial art. And so I was, I was, even now I try to do jujitsu specific strength and conditioning training because I want to make sure that my, my strength is most applicable to what we do in jujitsu. And so if you guys are doing that, you probably have the excitement to, to want to fix those limitations, to want to fix that, that lack of physical conditioning and, and strength and and you probably rolled with another white belt or, or a younger white belt or um, someone that's just more athletic than you. And you've probably realized like, man, this is a weakness of mine. And I'm going to take that knowledge and I'm going to use it and I'm going to freaking get stronger. I'm going to get healthier. I'm going to, I'm going to start working on my recovery. I'm going to start uh, drinking more water. I'm going to start um, going to the gym more often. I'm going to start using ice baths. Uh, if you guys are interested in the ice bath, remember, I have a link in the description below. If you guys want to get an ice pod, you can get $10 off, and I get a small chunk of change, but no, no extra cost to you. So if you guys want to do an ice pod, super affordable. Just did it yesterday with John's wife, Katie, and our, our pool got down to 50, 52, 54 degrees. Not cold enough. It's got to be in the 40s, but it's really hard to do it. So, <laughs> so you guys are probably looking at ways to uh, improving your life in general because jujitsu started that that fire under your tail to where you're like, dude, I gotta I gotta get this going. I gotta I gotta step my game up because I don't want to be I don't want to be lost in the the trails of everyone else that are that's kind of focusing on that. And also, it's just motivating knowing that you know you are you are attacking your weaknesses as a person whether it's physical mental or whatever and it lets you know you can accomplish difficult tasks every role is difficult every class is difficult and ha having the humility to to know your limitations is a superpower because you're able to correct them and you're able to better yourself and you're able to become a stronger version of you so you guys at the beginning of your journey, once again, you're probably looking at your limitations and your physical conditionings, and you're being aware of that, and that is great. You guys should keep doing that. That is something good that you're doing, so don't don't sweat it if you have it in the back of your mind. That's good. You're realizing it. Work on it. You're going to be so much better. And kind of like how I mentioned in there previously, another thing, you guys, embracing humility and a defensive mindset. You guys are getting humbled every day on the mats, right? Especially at the beginning of your journey. I get, I still get humbled every day on the mats there. You know, I have small victories on the mats here and there, but humility is a, a, a key characteristic for jujitsu white belts, man. It just, it, it empowers everyone around you and it contributes to like a, a healthy learning environment, right? Imagine if you were to walk into a, jiu-jitsu academy with a bunch of white belts that think they're a know-it-all and how horrible of a environment that would be luckily you guys if you listen to this podcast you don't do that right you guys are humble 
You guys understand the things that you have a hard time with. You understand that you're not going to be good at jujitsu right away. You understand that it's a long game. It's not a short game. You understand there's going to be people better than you. These are all great things to take into consideration at the beginning of your journey or actually anywhere in your journey too. There, a lot of people say jujitsu don't, you don't, you shouldn't have an ego in jujitsu. And I don't think that's true. Everyone has an ego in jujitsu and you don't leave your, your ego at the door uh, for a hundred percent. And I'll give you a quick example of why. Say you get caught in an arm bar and if you think that you can't escape it and you don't think that you are knowledgeable enough to, to escape it, then you're just going to end up tapping. But if you have a little bit of ego knowing that you have done it before, you know what you're doing, you're comfortable with it, and not ego in a bad way, right? Right? You're just, you, an ego is an ego. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. Then you're more likely to escape it. You're more likely to take risk. You're more likely to improve. So I don't believe that everyone leaves their ego 100% at the door. That's not true. Even, that's why we have people line up in ranks. That's why we have a professor. That's why, you know, some academies don't like you talking when professor talks. There is ego in jujitsu, but it's, there's ego with humility, which takes a little bit to learn because, you know, we, we idolize these belts sometimes in jujitsu when we see a blue belt, when we see a purple belt, or especially a black belt. I know I, I was like that when I first started jujitsu. We see these, these higher level belts and we can often be putting them on a pedestal and think that, you know, they might be a bigger person than they really are. And that can do something bad to them also, because that can destroy their humility and boost their egos. And that's where we get into these, these situations where Jiu-Jitsu Academy owners are, you know, taking advantage of students or doing things that they probably shouldn't be doing with their students. And so... Everyone needs to have that, that humility within them. And at the beginning of your journey, you're probably embracing it more than ever. And that's good. Keep doing that. Keep that mindset of, of you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I got to focus on the things, my defense, right? The other part of this, you're, you're probably focusing more on your defense to develop, you know, uh, the resilience and the patience to, to stick with jujitsu. When you are rolling, like I mentioned before, once again, when you first start, you're off. A lot of people will don't want to roll because they they don't know what to do, or they're nervous or scared, and that's not bad. I don't think that's bad. I think everyone should spar from day one. Personally, I think I think the best way to learn jujitsu is through you know, live application of technique, whether defensively or offensively. And I think if you are a newer person, and this means when I say newer person, I don't want you guys to think I'm only talking about white belts. I'm even talking about blue belts and low purple belts in my eyes, right? Those are still like entry-level grapplers. Uh, so even if you're a blue belt, this, this, this applies to you too. Working on your defense, right? Defense wins championships. If if you if you are always working on your offense, yeah, there's going to be um, a time when you know 
you're crushing people and whatnot, but what happens when you roll with a higher belt and they're better than you? Or what happens when you meet someone that crushes you and you have no defense for what they're, what they're doing to you? It's important to have a solid defensive mindset and a solid defensive game. That way you can get back on your offense. Because sometimes when you're on offense, right? Ex- like, especially if you're go, 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 go. If you don't have a good defense, when what happens if you get swept when you're when because you make a mistake and then all of a sudden you're you're flopping around on the ground like a like a fish. <laughs> if you guys aren't watching this, I'm like flailing my arms around right now. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, but so it, at the something white belts and newer practitioners doing right now is they're probably focusing on their their defense and. That's a great thing. There's a lot of good instructionals out there too for defense. Um, Jordan Pressinger's theory course, you know, he teaches a, a lot of mindset of inside position and underhooks and stuff like that. And I didn't realize how valuable that information was until I until I started taking that course. And dude, it's great because it's refreshing me to want to have my defense more in the forefront because it makes me think about okay what what do they need on me in order to advance their position and how do I stop that right so it's a very powerful tool to have all that knowledge or those just like little nuances in your head and it will make your days so much freaking better so and once again if you guys want to check out Jordan's course link down in the description below uh, use elbows tight 25 get 25 dollars off it's great also for the final thing and i don't think this once again i don't even think this gets brought up uh or really gets focused on i think it's just a byproduct a lot of people don't think about until it gets brought up to them and what you're doing is you are building relationships and a camaraderie uh, with a group of people that are like-minded, that want similar goals to you. And man, it is so nice to have that. I often talk about, in, in the martial arts, it, it reminds me so much of the military because there's so much going on uh, with people and built and being building relationships through adversity that it's it's so profound the the relationships you can have with people good and bad right because sometimes you you meet someone in jujitsu and you realize that because they're better than you you know <laughs> they kind of are a douchebag to you or whatever but uh but the sense of community that a white belt experiences within a jujitsu academy it's especially if you've never had that before. It is a beautiful experience, man. It's hard to explain why it's so nice. You know what I mean? Like, I think about it, and a lot of people in our digital age, we, we have a lot of friends online you have a following online and you have these digital interactions with people that are very superficial. But when you step on the mats, you are engaging with someone on a whole different level that you probably never thought of. And you're learning so much about each other within those five minute rounds, within that hour, hour and a half class. 
that builds a, a, a relationship and a sense of camaraderie that is so much harder to get anywhere else, in my eyes. Also, we kind of like drink each other's sweats. So think about that too. It's kind of gross, but it's whatever. <laughs> What's up everyone, summer is upon us and with hot summer nights come sleepless nights tossing and turning. That's why you need Mummy Pillow. With Mummy's six chamber design and breathable mesh, no longer do you have to worry about that sweaty head getting stuck against your pillow, waking up tossing and turning trying to find a cool spot to refresh you enough to go back to sleep. Mummy Pillow has been phenomenal for my night sleeps and I cannot say enough good things about it. I go to sleep easier, I sleep more soundly, and I wake up with no neck pain. With Mummy's now patented six chamber design, you never have to worry about your pillow's fluff going anywhere besides where it needs to. I literally put my head in one section and it stays there the entire time and it feels great. I absolutely love my mummy pillow. I am so thankful that they reached out and gave me an opportunity to support the brand and support the podcast. If you guys haven't tried mummy pillow yet, I promise you you're missing out. Their products are great. Be sure to go to mvmisleep.com and use code elbows tight at checkout for 15% off and free shipping. Once again, that's mvmisleep.com and use code elbows tight at checkout. And also you have 30 days free return. So if it doesn't work out for you, then that's okay. You can send it back. No harm, no foul and no risks. Thank you, Mummy, for sponsoring this episode. So, but it, it's it's a beautiful thing being able to build those relationships and and meet some some incredible people. I, I don't know who said it, but I was talking to someone and they said all of their friends, maybe it was Jordan Pressinger once again, and he said all of his friends are from jujitsu, right? They're, if There's a saying also that says, if if you want to show me who you are, show me the people you surround yourself with, right? And typically, not always, typically, uh, jujitsu people are, you know, they, they're motivated. They, they want to better themselves. They want to better their lives. And at the beginning of your journey, you should, you know, become closer with some of these people or try to, or, oh, another thing, sorry, side note. Another thing it does is your academy can be the catalyst for you to f meet these people, and then you can do things with the academy, like uh, support each other at competitions. At our academy, every once in a while, we'll do like a UFC night or something like that at Cody's house, and it's super cool to sit around with people that you, and, and see them in normal clothes, you know what I mean, outside of a jujitsu gi. <laughs> and, you know, we'll see each other outside of the gym and talk jujitsu and watch UFC, have a couple drinks, you know, eat some good food. And it's so fun, you know, and once again, the, the, the glue that sticks everything together is your jujitsu journey. So building, building bonds or building bonds with people in your academy, higher belt, lower belt, and learning from them is great. If you can make a friend or get a, a, a class partner with a higher belt, dude, great. Like with Cody, I try to partner with Cody every single time. One, because Cody smashes me. He's probably the complete opposite body style of mine, so he gives me such a hard time when we roll and spar together. And then three, he's a, he's a wealth of knowledge, right? He's a brown belt. He's, he's been doing jiu-jitsu and MMA and stuff like that for years. 
And so it's it's cool being friends with a higher higher rank and being you know casual not casual. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, regular teammates together and regular ukes together uh, because it 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 helps build our friendship and then also it gives me someone that is just a wealth of knowledge and, and the camaraderie that we build together is just it's just great so once again guys uh these are these are five things that you're doing that you probably don't realize that you're doing and that you should keep doing and celebrate right um I mentioned, you know, your journey or your your celebration and your victories in jiu-jitsu don't always have to be monstrous ones. And I wanted to make this episode because I feel like, even myself, I'm always talking about things that you shouldn't do in your journey or things that you're probably doing wrong. And I want to celebrate you guys and things that you can celebrate also. So uh, just remember... Maintain that enthusiasm, focus on the fundamentals, embrace humility, and build those strong relationships with each other. And you guys are you guys are gonna go a long way. You guys are gonna crush it in life. You guys are gonna crush it in your journey. And it's gonna make you want to keep showing up. So keep that in mind. Um, this is a short one day. I didn't I didn't want to, to bore you guys too much <laughs> with it. So uh, let me know what you guys are. What, comment down below on, on YouTube or on Spotify. And uh, let me know what, what small victories or small things that you're doing right in your journey. And, and let's celebrate them together, guys. So thank you guys so much for listening and watching at home. And uh, remember, no oil checks here. Peace. <laughs>